Hey, welcome back to Season 3 of Pigeon Hockey, a participating member of the Hockey Focus Family Podcast. This is Chris and today's co-hosts, Steve and Sam. How's it going, hockey fans? Morning, hockey fans. And you know us, we're just a couple of goalies that have taken one too many pucks at the head and do not claim to be hockey experts. Oh, and Sam! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thankfully no pucks at the head for me, right? <laughs> not yet, but uh, depending on how, um, uh, what is it? Uh, rafter watch Real happens Valley. next year. You might, yeah, you might, you might take a, uh, you might take a puck that head next year, so you can join that crew. <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> there was, there was one moment where we almost caught one up in our broadcast area, so we were, we were that. looking for it. <laughs> <laughs> so did you, did you pull us, a Charlie Lindgren and did you stop it with your arm? <laughs> did you guys see no, that this was, week? I did not oh see yeah, that. barehanded, right? Yeah, he didn't quite. He had didn't have his glove, so he he didn't catch it this time. Because another goalie did that. I think it was last season. But yeah, yeah. he went. Uh, he he went after it with his arm and kept playing. And yeah, that, that was man. incredible. <laughs> that was beautiful. Anyway, we we play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. So, um, <laughs> how you boys doing, Steve and Sam? <laughs> doing well. Sam does need to take a puck to a head to, to the head, so he talks down to our level. <laughs> I'm not talking down yet, you know, especially from where my my team sits in the basement. But we'll get back to that another time, thankfully. Um, but uh, but yeah, we, you know, that's Charlie Lindgren going after that with with just without a glove, without his with just his hand is mind blowing. That seems like a good way to break a few a few fingers. <laughs> Was it last year? I forget which one actually caught the puck <laughs> with, with the bare I'm hand. I'm sure like, they did. What oh are my you? goodness doing yeah so anyway all the power to them they get paid a lot more to do that so um kudos but still courageous courageous act it was oh craig anderson can we talk about his final game like what a send-off what a send-off like he gets to play his like basically the team that he spent the bulk of his career with where he became a legend um i still have his colorado avalanche jersey but that's beyond the you know the point um you know, he became a legend in, in Ottawa, and he got to play his final game against Ottawa. And, man, what a show of respect by the Ottawa Senators to stay on the ice after the overtime win and also basically line up to congratulate him on the end of his career. I mean, it, it couldn't have been a better moment for just one of the best goalies in the league. Yeah, I, I tuned in to catch a little bit of that. Um, I was on my way that night to go watch the last Coyotes game of the season. Um, it was definitely at first I was wondering why that why you know why are they I didn't realize it wasn't the last game of the year because I was like you got to give that to Levi now pass it along to your new goalie. So at first I was like okay well I guess I understand why they're doing it but then when I flipped to the next uh, scheduled game I'm like oh yeah they they got one more left okay. <laughs> give Levi yeah, the last Columbus. one then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Give it to Levi then. But yeah, that was brilliant. The uh, jumping over to another, just back to last week's topic a bit, boys. Uh, yep. <laughs> did you see who eliminated the Pittsburgh Penguins? Um, yeah, the Blackhawks. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then they also lost to the Columbus Blue Jackets the following night. Um, but yeah, so... Um, because we were talking about the changing of the guard last week, right? And I, and that just, uh, that loss to the Blackhawks, guard changed. They fired everybody up top in the coach, or not the coach yet. But that just yeah, goes Brian back Burke to, gone. <laughs> yeah, Brian Burke's gone, Hextel's gone. They, they cleaned it on up, right? And 
uh, full rebuild, guys. Full rebuild. They gotta do it now. Um, this was I think like with them firing everyone in the front office. I think it is they're leaning themselves into a full rebuild. And um, I mean, for a team that's been what sixteen? Is it sixteen years in a row in the playoffs? I thought it was a little bit extreme. Uh, either that, or they just figured everyone deserved to be fired because they could have just started something different in the beginning of the season, or maybe towards the end of last season. And they just were like you were mentioning before, like in the last podcast, like they're just trying to hold on to those last threads of what could be a championship team, and it just it just didn't work this year. And so, therefore, if they're going to make a, a fresh culture in Pittsburgh, they just start with the front office and start clearing house and no emotional connections to the players on the team. Start start building a new Pittsburgh Penguins organization. I think that's kind of what you're leaning into. Yeah, 100%, because it's just – if they made the playoffs this year, guys, they weren't going anywhere. Um because they, you know, offense can only take you so far, right? They just did not have the goaltending. And that that was one of the biggest criticisms. Even the fans were screaming that, right? Um, just, yeah, got to, just got a clean house. It's it's just that time. And that's that emotional connection to, to players. Some of the ping, Penguin fans will think I'm nuts for saying, yeah, it's time to dump off Malkin. It's time to dump off Latang. I would hold on to Crosby possibly as your centerpiece to help all your new players along because he's such a well-rounded player. But man, you'd still get a ton for him, right? So it's time to time time to clean that on up, in my opinion. Might be a riot in Pittsburgh if they yeah, trade I, away Crosby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I don't I don't deny it, but I. Who like the way I look at it though is who on Pittsburgh is going to get you the most value, you know, and that's Crosby. Yeah. He's going to get you the most, and you know they've got an okay team. You know, they're it's just again looking at all the powerhouses stacked up. They're not young. They've got a very old roster. They've got to do something because what if they if they go and land a goalie in the offseason and say one more year? Okay, now you got one more year. And one more year that you're not drafting younger players and bringing younger guys in, right? So uh, I yeah, just don't. And, and, you know, go ahead, Chris. No, and I said they they could be a good a good you know topic leading into you know maybe later months as we decide what to blow up with Pittsburgh. But we got a bracket challenge to talk about. We got a big <laughs> bracket challenge to talk about. And we got limited time because if you listeners can't tell, I don't know if you can or can't with my sound. I'm not recording out of Copenhagen. I'm in Genova, Italy, in a hotel room, and the the internet seems to work out, so we're recording a podcast for you. It's, it's. I tell you what, though, Genova, it's like the Italian city you didn't know you needed to go to because I've been to a few cities in Italy at this point, and I tell you what, this. I mean, Milan. Sorry, Milan. It's off. I'm not a big Milan fan. Milan's awful. Um, Rome's cool. If if it's, you're not like boiling to death when you're there, I'm sure if I go back, I'd like Rome a lot more. Uh, but Genova, I love this city. It's uh. It's going to rank pretty high on my city's list. It's a crazy, crazy city, but I love it. I Seriously, the food, everything, I, it's, I had no idea, really. I just It was a stopping point to do a bunch of wine stuff, and uh, uh, I tell you what, I'm coming back just for the city itself next time. You uh, have city rankings, uh, rankings list next, to- next podcast. Oh, I've got it. I- I've got it. We, we can talk about that a whole other thing. I've, I've, I could drop a lot of different rankings. Me and a co-host, Ben, who should be jumping on here hopefully sometime soon. We're going to try to pair him up with uh, Nate Compton from San Diego Sabres. Um, 
you know, two guys uh, who have diabetes and, and like joking about it, pairing up together on the same podcast. <laughs> I think it'll be a hell of a ton of fun. <laughs> you know, so. Nate, Nate was fantastic. I enjoyed the hell out of talking to him. Yeah, he was. And I think if, if we pair and I told I told Ben, me and him talked a few days ago. Uh, he's like, no, yeah, hell yeah, I want to talk to the kid. <laughs> he's like, I want to do a podcast. Um, I said, yeah, I, I figure if I put those two on a podcast together, I'll just put myself on mute and then just do the outro. Um, <laughs> I think it'll be that funny of a podcast. Uh, I, I won't, those two have such comedic timing and those those personalities that I'm like, yeah, I'll just mute myself because the listeners will want to hear those two go back and forth versus me, you know, trying to, you know, reel them in. That'll be a fun one. Um, but who wants to start with kind of like, because I know we probably, if we go over this, we can kind of skim through fairly quickly, but hit some some like highlights of our bracket challenge list. But um, how do you boys want to start with this? Do you want to kind of start in our first round and, and talk about some big points, maybe some surprises? Uh, I'll go for it. I'm going to start right. off in the East. Right. Let's do it, Steve. Now, do you want to just all of us list our picks and then talk about it? Or what do you want to do? Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. So. Right, go I've got it. Florida taking out Boston in seven. I've got Toronto wow. finally advancing to the second round in six games. Yeah. I've got uh, this one was not a surprise. I've got the Canes in five, and I've got the Rangers in five. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm, I'm okay. So in the East, let's uh, Sam. Why don't you Why don't you discuss yours? <laughs> oh, wow. All right. I was. <laughs> Definitely not that bold. Uh, I no. went, I went, I I kind of went sort of chalk, I guess. Like I I didn't. It's it's tough with the NHL because, you know, as we've seen in years past, like this is I'd say the sport with the most like parity where like anybody can win the playoffs. I think Agreed. in the NBA things are too too easy to predict. The NFL, yeah, you'll get some upsets, but usually you end with like the two best teams and. I mean, baseball is a whole other thing, but um, I got Boston in five. I got Tampa in six. I got Carolina in five. And I took the Devils because I really do believe in them. I took them in seven. Okay. Um, We are all a little bit different here, and uh, I agree (laughs) with what you said there. (laughs) Yeah, I agree with what you said. (laughs) It's it's the fun part. If we all agreed with each other, this episode would suck. Um, I've got Boston in six. I've got Toronto sweeping Tampa Bay. I've got the Islanders in seven. And I've got the Devils in six. So, boys, um, me and Sam have picked Boston. Steve, you've picked Florida. And it doesn't shock me. I have Boston in six. Florida's not going to be run over. I just think Boston... No, 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 I and here's where I'm going with that is yeah, yeah. Ever Shoot. since Kachuk called out, you know, the team, and then Maurice <laughs> lost it on him, it's been a different hockey team. Goldie's been playing better, um, and they found this next level to really push. Right? It just seemed like they couldn't get there last year. So whoever makes it out of this one is going to be beaten up because they're going to go after each other really hard. Yeah, it's um, going to be fun. And then just looking at Boston coming to the last couple of weeks, my Montreal Canadiens gave them a hell of a hard time the very last game. Um, you know, and that, that happened a little bit, right? So, you know, it's not taking anything away from Boston. I just went in this one right here. I'm like, I think... 
that I really think that the Panthers are going to catch them a little bit off guard. And they're going to end up surprising so. him in that last game. That's just my opinion there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think it's going to be a really fun series to watch. All right. Um, let's move on to the next series. And maybe, Sam, you can lead off with, with your pick here. Uh, me and Steve have picked Toronto. You have gone with Tampa Bay. Talk about it. I mean, I don't feel bad for, like, the Toronto fans necessarily. But, like, I just – Neither do I feel bad for the idea of the Maple Leafs once again, not making it out of the first round. And I just don't, I just don't think that they have it. I just don't think, I think that Tampa Bay has too much playoff experience. I think that Toronto has too much pressure on them as usual. And they, they tend to fold under that pressure. I know that every year people say, no, this is the year we make it out of the first round. (laughs) It just never happens. So like, I just don't, I know just one more time. I just don't see that happening. Just say it again, Sam. It's it's up here. And I'm with you. And then I know all you listeners call me out. I, I tried not to, because for years, even before the podcast, I picked Toronto to advance and they haven't. And I said on last year's podcast, if I pick Toronto, call me out. Well, call me out because I, pick Toronto <laughs> and not only did I pick them I picked them to sweep Tampa Bay I think Toronto right now with the way they're playing coming out of the season I think they're really strong and Tampa Bay I think out of all the teams entering the playoffs right now just their last bunch of games have just not impressed me man I'm just Vas- I don't Vasilevsky's been letting them in a lot of goals like yeah, it's I, not, I just think yeah, right him I think Toronto's finally good and uh, God help me. I, I swear if they if if we're talking in the second round and these jackasses have dropped another first round series, I don't know. I'll probably pick them next year too. I don't know. I, I'm stupid. Not. not. <laughs> I, I, so I went. The whole reason that I went on them this year, you know, Sam was just the, you know, I, I all the points you made are, are right, Sam, and that's why I almost chose them not to make it, but. Just watching Tampa and how they've been playing. Janot, I think, is still out injured. And the reason why they went after him is they were going to brutalize teams and try to wear them down. And losing him, they paid a lot for him to get him. And him being out injured is definitely going to impact them. So I just looked and said, okay, they can withstand. They've got enough bigger guys without Janot in that lineup to sort of weather it a bit. It's just really for Toronto, is Samsonov going to show up? Um, and then I was looking at Vasilevsky, like, I agree. Like, if, if, if we've seen Tampa limp into the playoffs before and all of a sudden do well, right? We've seen this. But I just think this is the year that Toronto just has, you know, the edge on them. This is going to be an interesting one. Like, if I'm wrong on either of these picks, I really don't care. Uh, you know, because if Toronto loses out, I get to laugh yet again one more year. Um, <laughs> so, Chris, let's talk about the Isles Yo. and the Canes. Yes. And why did you I, go with the Isles? Yeah, you two went with the Canes, yeah? Indeed. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anyone's listened to this podcast before, but to date, I still don't have any faith in the Carolina Hurricanes. I don't care how good they get. Um, I don't see it. I think the Islanders have been playing fairly well as of late. Well, fairly well as of late. And I think they've honestly, they've been playing. I think the Islanders and Carolina, it's, I picked them in seven because Carolina is a good team. Uh, The Islanders are a good team. I just feel like the Islanders are going to have that little bit extra in a game seven to 
really upset Carolina and move on with this one. They they fought a little bit to get into the playoffs from where they were. Um, like neither of these teams are impressive enough to get. I mean, just saying it now. Neither of these teams are getting. I think beyond the the next round. But uh, I think Islanders will take that little bit of extra gear. It's going to be a hard fought series, and I'm just giving it to the Islanders because I just I can't put my faith in 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 the in the bunch of jerks yet. I still can't do it. Hmm. I don't see it. I just think that they've got the better goaltender, and I think Sorokin's going to show up. And I just. I'm sorry. I, I, you know, and I'm sorry to Denmark. I really am. I talk with about you about this. I know we have a Danish goalie in Carolina. I just think Sorokin is going to be the better goalie. And I think that's the, dif- I think that's going to be the big difference. I think Sorokin is the big difference in this series. That's, that's why I picked New York. They were still, it's still a team to me that it's all about grinding hard work, tipping goals and those type of things. And then I think it was what Anders Lee just came back from injury. Is that right? Full cage on. And I think it was a bit of a lift for them. I but think so. I just, again, they, they need Barzell to shoot the puck and start scoring. They need stuff like that to happen. They need him to find his game. Um, without yeah. Svechnikov, I still think Carolina's got the better offensive talent. And I think goaltending wise, they're even. That's just me, Sam. Yeah, I mean, like, I definitely was questioning, like, what the Islanders' offense really looks like at this point. I can't really think of who who their leading offensive players were this season. Like, it just their names never really stood out um, throughout the year. So, even without Sveshnikov, I do believe in Carolina's overall team more. Um, but I could see how, you know, Sorokin is is very good in net and could certainly steal a game or two. I picked, I did pick Carolina in five. I may end up changing that to six, but I still think that overall they've got the better team more well-rounded, you know? Yeah. All right. So let's look at New Jersey and New York. I think Steve, you picked New York and I think uh, Sam, you and I picked Jersey. Yeah. Yes. All right. So Steve, New York, why do you think New York will take out Jersey? Just because of the veteran presence this year, I think this is going to be a good learning experience for the young guys in New Jersey, hitting the playoffs and finding out, you know, again, about playoff hockey because it's a hell of a lot different, right? They've mm-hmm. got a bunch of good, young, talented guys. I just think I, okay, I still think uh, Shesterkin is probably the best in the NHL. Uh, he's been playing way better, way better. Um way more consistent and that offense is really starting to click for for the rangers i just think overall just because of playoff presence because they've got a lot of guys that have gone deep that they're going to edge them on out now this wasn't an easy one for me because i could see all that talent on the devils just rising on up that youth pushing through and all that talent that's i I picked jersey in six games new york is a it's a good team i just think New Jersey's going to have that just that young ignorance of yeah they don't know playoff hockey they have like a lot of the veterans like a Kane and such on on the Rangers but I just think that might be the extra edge they need is just they got nothing to lose man you know yeah. um, you what guys are you thinking there I guess I mean this was one of the few series that I picked to go seven because I really do think that it is a relatively you know even matchup talent wise but I also kind of feel like you know, the moves that the Rangers made at the deadline 
I just feel like none of those players really stood out, you know, like, like we, we know that, you know, they picked up some aging stars that, you know, maybe are still, they still got some legs left, but like, it just feel like none of them really made like a huge impact on, on the ice. And I never feel like I was really impressed by, by them. You know, the fact that they got third in their division behind these other teams, I just feel like the devils have, have a lot of a lot of young talent and I think that this this could be the start like this is not the year that they like really put it together but I do have them I do have them making it to the the conference finals so I guess I kind of believe in in what they've got going on over there in Jersey so Sam's on for the youth movement that's awesome all right <laughs> the west who is coming to the west Chris who do you got Ugh, mine aren't sexy, man. Uh, I've got <laughs> just putting out. I've I've got Colorado in five uh, over Seattle. I've got Dallas in six over Minnesota. I've got the Golden Knights uh, in seven over Winnipeg. That's going to be a f- hard-fought series. And I've got Edmonton sweeping LA. All right, Sam. Wow. Um, I have all the same teams, just a different amount of games. Uh, I've got Colorado in six. I got Dallas in seven, I got Vegas in six, and I got Edmonton in seven. All right. Okay. Now, uh, for my picks, exactly the same except for Colorado in six, Dallas in five, Vegas in six, and Edmonton in seven. Wow, we all picked the same. <laughs> okay, so we can brief we can briefly touch on the West and we can move into the second round. I think. Well, you, you know what's what's funny here, Chris, is like we're yeah. all. We're all not super sexy on this one, buddy. I know. <laughs> I really wanted it to be different. But, I mean, Seattle's first time in the playoffs. Uh, Colorado's, the, you know, reigning Stanley Cup champion. <laughs> McKinnon got a hat trick in his last game. That guy yeah. is ready to freaking go again. It, yeah, it, it, it's good. I mean, it, Colorado's got this. You're looking at Dallas, Minnesota. Uh, I I picked Minnesota, I think, at the beginning of the season to to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, I don't see it as much anymore. Uh, They could still surprise me. They're in the playoffs, and they're a good team. Um, Mm -hmm. I just think Dallas is on fire as of late, and they're going to be a hard team to beat. I think they're fairly well matched. I think these two teams, it's going to be a fun series. Um, You know, original Minnesota versus uh, old Minnesota, or I guess (laughs) – New Minnesota? I don't know. It's I like yeah. the North Stars. Just combine these two teams again and make a North Star symbol jersey, and I'm I'm happy. Vegas and Winnipeg. Uh, this is going to be a tough series. Winnipeg could come out and, and take this one away, but Vegas, I think, is right now is just too good, and I think they're gonna j- just end Winnipeg's season. And Edmonton is just Edmonton. I think they got a pretty good goal scorer, and uh, I think they're gonna go far. They got a couple of good goal scores. <laughs> yeah, a few. Just maybe a few. <laughs> the, the, the guy that was second, and I laughed because an Edmonton paper said that. Why is nobody talking about Dreisaitl? He's having a yeah, pretty darn good year true. himself, right? So yeah, they, he's on the and, same and, team as McDavid. This is the whole Malkin situation with Crosby. Yeah, yeah and the but that's the thing is when though Dreisaitl can still play well without. Um, McDavid, and it's the same vice versa, right? Because when they go out, they, the other guy seems to pick it up a bit. But their tra- Edmonton's trade deadline acquisitions were spot on, um, and Skinner's playing pretty damn good in that. So, um, yeah, uh, let's go to the next round. So we, we're all going to have – we'll stay in the West because we're there, right? 
So Colorado, Dallas, uh, Edmonton, Vegas. I've got Colorado coming out on top and Edmonton coming out on top. Who do you guys have? I've got the same thing. I've got Colorado and Edmonton. I just feel like, you know, without Mark Stone, Vegas is kind of lacking a little bit, I think, up front. And, you know, I want to believe in the – or like some the goalies that they had playing at the end of the year certainly – were better than we expected them to be. I just think like without Logan Thompson, and I'm not even sure what Aiden Hill's up to, to be honest here. I just think that they just don't have the goaltending to match up with, with Edmonton's situation. And I think that the, the team that certainly is not quite, you know, Toronto levels, but you know, the team that's certainly not been at kind of been disappointing in previous years. I think Edmonton does get to the conference finals at least. Um, guys, we are so boring in the West. Um, I have Colorado <laughs> and Edmonton <laughs> for all the well, same I reasons. Just, I just, yeah, it's like these things could definitely good. go wrong, you know. But yeah. like, I think that's just these are just kind of the logical picks, to be honest. Here, like in the first round, I think that first off, I think that Winnipeg is. I don't think they're any good. I, 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 they like limped into the playoffs, you know, barely barely eat their way in there and then i just think that unfortunately for seattle they just ran into the wrong team but they had a heck of a season and like kudos to them you know but in terms of the second round matchups like you know i just see colorado as the better team that that one could go seven two um, mm-hmm. just because of how good dallas has been but i just think that edmonton's better than, than yeah. vegas <laughs> yeah yeah uh yeah, so let's explore the East. Uh, <laughs> this is where we're going to shake some shit up. So let's. All right, um, Sam, what were your uh, the the two matchups that you landed for the second round in the East? So second round, I got Boston and Tampa on the top, and then I got uh, Carolina and Jersey on the bottom. And I went with Boston. No surprise there. And then I went I went Devils over Hurricanes for the second round matchup. Interesting. Yeah, how about uh, you guys? <laughs> I uh, I've Go got Florida you. squaring off with the Leafs, with Florida coming out on top. Oh my! And they're going to survive that Boston series, and are going to find yet another gear. And then I've got the New York Rangers taking out the Carolina Hurricanes. Oof. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm excited to see what you come up with at the end of the, at rest of the East. I've got um. Obviously, Boston and Toronto facing off in a series and Boston taking out Toronto. So Toronto will win their first series, but it will end there because I just think Boston's just too good. And I got New Jersey taking out the Islanders. The Islanders are good. They'll get past Carolina. But I think that youth movement in the Devils is just going to carry them on to the conference finals. It's going to kind of be a Cinderella story for them heading on. And I got Boston and Jersey facing off. In the conference finals. And let's talk about the conference the conference finals here. Because ours are way different. So who do you yeah. got taken? Sam, who do you got moving on to the cup, buddy? I mean, I wish it was exciting. I wish I could put the Devils in the finals just because, like, look, I don't know how many Boston fans we got listening. I'm not I'm not really rooting for your team, to be honest here. But I Same just think here, that right? they are too good. Hey, Boston. Um, Yes, yes. Uh, Chris and I have the same conference finals, to be honest. Here, I think but, so. Yeah. But via a different a different route, of course. But uh, I I got Boston in the finals. I do not have yeah. them winning at all, though. 
Yeah, I, I, I have. I am with uh, I'm with Sam here. I've got Boston and Jersey in the finals, and I got Boston uh, advancing. I think the youth movement will carry on that Cinderella story, but they will meet a team that's been there, done that, and just they're they're where they are for a reason. It's going to carry them on to the uh, to the finals. And Boston takes out Jersey, but what a hell of a run for Jersey making it to the conference finals. Boston moves on. All right, Steve? and I've got the. Uh, President's Cup curse, keeping those bad Bruins down. Suck on that, Boston. And I've got <laughs> the New York Rangers taking out the Florida Panthers to move on to the Cup Finals. It's like wow. it's not it's not crazy to think that the Rangers could do that with you know the talent that they've assembled. It's just it's also like with that aging roster, but at the same time, Shostakin, like you said, is is definitely one of the top goalies in the NHL, and you know, they've certainly got some decent defensemen back there in Truba and Fox, and I, I know I'm forgetting well, others. Truba, you know. Truba, like, so the thing is, like, let's just say them being Boston and the Rangers in the finals. The, the Rangers have a pretty mean team on top of it that aren't scared to engage. And Kreider will always yeah. run a goalie, right? So you've got those factors. So I hate Kreider. But anyway. It's, That's Tubas, buddy. <laughs> any goalie should hate Craig. <laughs> it's 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 top like for me with boston it's just the i've been watching them the last couple weeks they they are a powerhouse of a team like i am not denying that one bit i've complimented them all season i just think it's going to be i just i just i'm just relying on that curse to take them out boys that's all i'm saying so now in the west who do you got moving on to the cup uh Man, I wish this was really more exciting. Unfortunately, this is not March Madness. I do have the Colorado Avalanche uh, <laughs> moving on to the finals. <laughs> I'm with you, Sam. <laughs> we have the same, all three of us have the same uh, bracket for Colorado, Edmonton, and uh, I also wish it was a sexier pick. But yeah, I think Colorado's going to take out Edmonton. Oh, Steve is ultra sexy here. He's going with the Edmonton Oilers. I've I got. I think they're without Landis like. The Avalanche are certainly missing a piece, and I don't know if or when he's coming back. Oh, it's, he's, he's not coming back, back at, all. at all. They said that That's that right. was announced yeah, yeah, yesterday, yeah. right? That his knee is still. I'm wondering if his knee injury is similar to Carey Price's, where they're just saying like, they're just keep operating. It's not going to. It's not going to heal properly, because that would be almost a second case of that, right? That's you know I wouldn't say ever in the NHL, but of of, of significant players, right? So. I just see Edmonton just ruling right now because an ultra confident Mario Lemieux is going to win you a cup. You can't hold back McDavid for too much longer, in my opinion. He's you can only do so much to shut him down, and he just rises above. But he's got enough below him that are playing with confidence too that could pick up that slack. So uh, I've got the Edmonton Oilers being the Stanley Cup champions this year, boys. Who do you got? I I just wow. wanted to say really quick, like I do think I do think that I want to believe in Edmonton. It's just that they got to prove it, you know, like like they haven't been able to in previous years, and and they got to be the ones who go out and take it. But you're you're absolutely correct. I mean, Nugent Hopkins also had 100 points this season. He had he was unbelievable. I know that Zach Hyman is still dangerous, and I know that they've got they've certainly got other forwards. Matthias Ekholm was great pickup at the deadline, like you mentioned before, Steve. So, you know, this this really could be the year. It's just going to matter if Stuart Skinner is the guy in the playoffs, mm-hmm. just because I don't 
I don't think that Jack Campbell's really that good anymore. Um, but anywho, uh, I got Colorado over Boston in the finals. Oh, we got to repeat. You? Chris. How about you, Chris? Uh, well, we all have different winners because uh, it pains <laughs> me to say this. I hate this team. I'm picking Boston. I think Boston's so good. It's the least sexiest pick I think I've made um, with the picking the president's, you know, whatever. Who cares? Right. It, that was the beginning. That was the regular season. You got to prove in the playoffs. And I think Boston will. I think Boston's just so good. I I think what they do in that organization is they do it right. They keep the right players. They attract the right talent. And I think that's going to win them yet another cup. And it's it's all or nothing this year because they, they can't keep this together next year. It's not going to be the same team next year. No matter how hard they try, they know this is a, you know, put it all in. And I think they built a team that can go all in deep into the playoffs. They built a deep team. They built a strong team. They built a playoff team. That's what they built. They built a playoff team. And I think Boston's going to take it all. I hope I'm wrong. I'm hoping they're out in the first round. I hate this team. <laughs> I really do. As a I mean, Sabres got, fan, I hate this team. Everything about this team. Yeah. So, go ahead. They've got two number one goalies, basically. So, like, it's, yeah. it's really hard to argue with that that logic. Now, I mean, you know, will one guy maybe have to be the guy in the playoffs? Possibly, just because that's usually how it goes with the NHL. But at the same time, they do have that ability to basically be interchangeable. So, you know, that's a very dangerous factor to have right there. Oh, and I'm not disagreeing with any of your points, guys. Um, you know, like I've been saying all the all the way along, like you got a goaltending tandem that actually loves each other. Um, really <laughs> deep team. Uh, I just love the curse of the president's trophy. I love it in this situation because I'm like, oh, please keep cursing away. Please keep cursing away. So, like I said, just as a Habs fan watching my uh, team that was so injury depleted, you know, hold a few leads over top of them in that last game and then really push them. You know, I went, okay, they're just showing that they are very beatable, right? And I got, if Boston proves me completely wrong and sweeps Florida, then right there I'll be like, okay, my bracket's blown up and this is, <laughs> you know, I hedged my bet incorrectly. I just, this is the one, the one series that I'm looking so forward to watch. There's two of them, to be honest, and they're both in the East, Boston and Florida, New Jersey and New York Rangers. Those are going to be friggin' fun. Um, West, my fun one that I can't wait to watch is going to, well, there's, again, it's the same. It's it's uh, Edmonton, LA Kings. That Dallas-Minnesota one's going to be a friggin' war. <laughs> I can't wait yeah. for that one, too. Um so, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty stoked for this year's playoffs. A lot of top talent. No big shockers getting into the playoffs this year, except for, you know, the rise of the New Jersey Devils, in my opinion. So on that, gentlemen, I can't and wait Seattle. to see. Yeah, well, <laughs> I I see, that's the thing. The funny thing with Seattle, I'd have to go back and see. I didn't think they were going to be that terrible this year, but you're right. Like I, it was, it, it, I'd have to go back and see what my early predictions were. Uh, but you know, fast, fast-paced hockey team, right? Good for them. They've got a great future ahead of them. No, I think it's it's yeah. it's. There's not a lot of shockers going into this. Like I said, my beginning of the season predictions were pretty close. So like, I think I was wrong on two teams on both sides, on the east and the west. I had six teams on either side making it, and you know, I think it was what Seattle was kind of my big shocker uh, that I, I picked out that made it in, and I think like Washington missing it. Uh, was my big shocker missing out, but it was a 
fairly kind of predictable season. I really thought, and honestly, Buff, my Sabres missed it by a point, like one point. We missed it by one point. That's typical Buff. They were style. so close. But I'm really excited about how uh, they were. And the team has it. Like, the team is going to be <laughs> hey, like Chris, da- yeah. Damn you, Levi, and your college education. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could have waited on that, buddy. You had the whole offseason. Um, but, yeah, I think – uh, I tell you what, also, can we talk about, did you guys not see that he sharpied his own mask? Oh, yeah, and that was Star Wars. I, I love this no, kid. No, I did not. I, I, think I love this kid. Every every goalie every every goalie right now is watching Levi going, I don't know you, but I love you. He was so excited with his like his first interviews and how he's talking about the game. He's building an app. He's, he's basically a goalie nerd, and he's sharpening his own mask. Like, this is – Guy's making what? I think he's making the max that they, the Sabres could pay him. Like So he's making a couple million for the next few years as an entry-level deal. And he's sharpening his own mask before a game. He created his own mask before a game via Sharpies. I'm like, everybody, everybody's in love with this kid already. I'm, I'm excited. The Sabres are going to be good next year. But I really – I had them just making it into the playoffs and getting eliminated in the first round during my predictions. And I got pretty close. I was one point off. So excited for this team next year. But I think guys – like. What we all pick a different champion. Um, you know, we got Colorado, Boston, and and the Oilers, and none of those are, truthfully, none of those would be shocking. Uh, I tell you, out of those three picks, I'm rooting for Edmonton. I hate Boston, and Colorado just won. Is that is that five? I don't know. Boston's in this episode alone. <laughs> I hate Boston six. I hate Boston six. <laughs> I could I could chip in with a few if you need to, but. Uh, uh, <laughs> I will say that something like you you mentioning the college thing reminded me about the fact that uh, the Devils do have a new defenseman uh, yep. on their blue line, yep. and Baby Hughes, Hughes. and yep. and yep. that could that could be another thing that certainly is enough like just as if they don't already have enough youth, but like be another re- factor in the the Rangers Devil series. So you know, in terms of the ones that like, there's a lot of them that there's a decent amount of them that I think I'm looking forward to. I'm certainly intrigued to see how Seattle does in their first go around uh, Dallas, Minnesota. That's going to be, like you said, that's going to be a war and a bloodbath, probably Tampa and Toronto. I really, I, I don't love the team or I don't love the fans I should say, but like, I want to be wrong and I want to see Toronto not choke for once, but I just, I just can't put my faith in them yet, especially with who they're going hey, up hey, against. Sam, I feel you, the more buddy. tested team. <laughs> Sam, I, I feel you. Like if the Toronto yeah. loses, I, I'm in a good mood still. I just think that <laughs> yeah, same. I'm just looking I'll be so happy. Way. <laughs> I don't see it, but I'd, I'd be very happy. Yeah, I, I just yeah. the thing is, it's one of my where you know they 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 played a pretty consistent year. O'Reilly is going to help them, right? But in the end, it's going to be goaltending and defense that let them down, in my opinion, in the second round, or it's going to happen in the first round. So we we shall see on that one. <laughs> but I can say yeah. they lose. I just get to chuckle my butt off again and have a bunch of leafers. Oh, at least we made it. Uh, we're rebuilding. I'm okay, dude. <laughs> oh, boys. All right. So I think since I got dinner reservations here uh, because the siesta is about to wrap up in Italy. And, Steve, you've got your daughter's soccer practice. Oh, Sam, tournaments. Forced it. Tournament. Yeah. Talk about the tournaments real quick. Give us a quick 30-second uh, tournament hit. Well, it's just it's uh, called the Community Cup here. If they win their games this weekend, they go on to next weekend to go and play. Um, nice. So pretty excited for my little little star left back to 
come on out and do her thing, stuff some players, make some good passes. So pretty, pretty excited. What age group are we talking about here? Uh, about nine and ten year old soccer. Nine and ten. So, nice. Okay. Yeah, but with a Left with a bunch of Left back was also what I played. <laughs> oh, well, that's cool. Yeah, well, that's like for her. Um, she was the first one willing on her team to really use her left foot, and she's actually got a pretty good <laughs> left now. So, uh, nice. you know, and she's a righty. So, you know, it was kudos to her, and all the love and respect because I got a. She's a D man. So as a, as attendee. You love those demons. So uh, yeah, she, she's a type that'll bust her butt out, butt out there for her teammates. So she's she's fun to watch. It's uh, and also, like I said, we lucked out, um, really lucked out. We've got a great group of parents, great group of kids. There's nobody that's above the team on this team. So you know, playing you know club anything, sometimes you get those egos, and we lucked out where we didn't have one. So gonna have a bunch of crazy parents on the sidelines cheering on their girls, life or death. Like we do every time. <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure you'll you'll love the comparison, but it sounds a little Boston Bruins esque, if you ask me. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're throwing in there, Sharks fans. Gloves off. Gloves off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's going to be a great place to wrap this up. And so remember, if you're a junior goalie or a college goalie or beer league goalie, it really doesn't matter. You're out there and you want an amazing and affordable mask design. Order your dream design for your goalie mask at maskwraps.ca. Great price, custom design, fast turnaround, and completely removable. Order yours today at maskwraps.ca and get 15% off your mask design with discount code PIGEON2023. And one or final shout-out. Or Chris, yeah. Chris, hold on. I got to bet another yeah. one. Sharpie, Sharpie, we need a sponsorship. <laughs> so <laughs> would a Devin Levi that on up? $5.99 at Michael's. <laughs> <laughs> well, a goalie that may or may not be sharpening or sharpieing his uh, his mask uh, for this coming week <laughs> is the final shout out for the podcast is Brody Hishao as he will be backstopping the Chinese Taipei team in Cape Town, South Africa at the World Championships this week. So huge oh, shout out close. to Brody Hishao. We're going to be getting the links. He's going to be sending those over to us and uh, listen or I guess look out for those on Twitter we're going to post those links so that anyone who is able can watch those games live. So uh, maybe make it a three gold, uh, I guess his third gold in a row for Brody here as he's back-to-back gold medalist. So maybe a third one in his pocket here. Definitely going to be watching. Definitely excited for Brody. And uh, and good luck in Cape Town. That's amazing. I, I, I saw him play for Rock Springs this year, and he was he was pretty good. <laughs> so yeah. That's very cool to see him play for the, you know, the national team. Yeah, he's he's an amazing goalie. Uh, I'm pretty confident he was our age out goalie of the year. Um, and and uh, you know he's he's an incredibly talented goalie and very excited to see him. I think he's moving on to uh, his announcement with San Diego State. Yep, that's correct. Yep. So and, and and we'll be looking forward to seeing him in San Diego State next year as well. That's a ACHA D1. So you know. Just just an all-around awesome goalie, great person, and anyone who wants to listen to that podcast, it was a couple weeks ago where we got to talk to Brody. Uh, so take a look back there and then give a listen to uh, that Brody's episode. So that said, we want to thank all of you listeners for tuning in. Be sure to reach out if you're in the junior or collegiate hockey world and wish to get on a future podcast. Also, follow us on TikTok at Pigeon Hockey Podcast, on Twitter at PHH Official, or on Instagram at PHH Podcast to let us know what you think. This is the Pigeon Hockey Podcast with Chris, Steve, and Sam. Have a great one, hockey fans. Have a good day, hockey fans. And remember, listeners, always clear your crease.